Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello, and welcome to the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. I am joined today by Andrea and Dree. I'm so grateful to have you here. And today we are continuing our conversation about mindset. So in January, we've all been focusing on how to create this better mindset by just adding in a simple mindset practice. And Andrea has been doing this along with us. So to start off, I would love for you to just briefly introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and kind of, we'll, we'll just start right there. Tell us about yourself. Yes. Thank you, Chanel. And very happy to be here. So I am Andrea, Chanel mentioned, and I have on the mom life, I have two kids. So my daughter, Mara, just turned seven and my son, Dean, is four and a half and I'm married and come from Wisconsin. And on the professional side, I just left corporate America in November. And so I'm fresh into self-employment. I've been working to build my own coaching business for a number of years and the time felt right to take the leap. So I am a women's empowerment coach and an energy healer. And so I really love to mix the mindset work with the energy healing to help my clients get results that way. And so I'm really excited to be part of this conversation today. Perfect. Well, thank you. And I love that you are doing that for your clients and that mindset is already a piece of both your work and your life. So yeah, that's great. So in January, we've all been trying to do that and to make that a little bit more, uh, you know, prevalent in our lives. So my first question for you is what was your goal in January with the challenge? Yes. So I've done a lot of work professionally, as I mentioned, and done a lot of mindset work there. And so I've really been starting to shift my mindset more towards my home life. And so that's what my goal in January was really around, was to start to understand how my mindset and my my beliefs and my expectations around home and kids can really impact our home life. And so in the work that I do as a coach, I do a lot of law of attraction manifestation work, which I know you get into, Chanel. And so I was really cognizant around how my mindset and beliefs on my kids and how they behave, how that can actually influence the environment that we're in. And so I've been noticing a lot more lately that they're really starting to hit each other. You know, they're expressive, very physically, very loud. So they're hitting, we've got big emotions, we've got spitting. And so my mindset was really around how can I build an energy and a vision and a mindset for the behavior I want to see from them versus that which I am seeing? And so I felt like I, my mindset was really reinforcing that. I was telling the stories of how naughty my kids were at home and how they just can't stop hitting and spitting each other. And I said, you know what, that's probably reinforcing the behavior And so how can I shift my mindset to that, which I want to see? And so I'm really starting to sit in the mindset and the energy of respect and uh, consideration for each other and hands to ourselves. And so it's, it's been a practice. None of this comes overnight, but that's really what I've been focusing on recently is how can my mindset drive the behavior that I'm looking for for my children? 
I love that. Okay. I am so excited to have this conversation and to dive into that because this is an aspect that as I've talked about the challenge that I hadn't really dived into at all. And I think mm-hmm. that it's so important and it's something that, uh, well, two, one thing that I love that you said is your kids aren't perfect. So thanks for, thanks no. for that. Right. Because <laughs> are, And yeah, they hit, they spit, they're little animals sometimes, mm-hmm. right. They're doing all these, all these things. <laughs> things. And in, on my end where I do have a six-year-old, but I also have teens. And even though they're not doing those things, most of the time, um, Mm -hmm. they are, there are still behaviors that I find myself un, you know, unconsciously, I guess, um, reinforcing. And so I love this idea of, of mindset as a piece of that. And so that's so cool that you intentionally worked on that. So, um, as you started to work on this and to do the mind work around this challenge, what did you find difficult with it? Or were there any challenges with changing your thinking this way? Yes, there definitely were challenges. And I find that if I'm not intentionally doing this as a practice, like in the morning or before the kids come home, that I get really wrapped up in the energy of the emotion. And at that point, it's really hard for me to shift. And so when I see them spitting or hitting or whatever, whatever the behavior is, then I start to get agitated. And I go back to my default behavior of trying to yell them and trying to control them, which, as we know, does not work. But in the moment, we don't know what else to do because we're also overtaken by our own emotional energy. And so that seems to be the easiest way to try to get it out. And so my challenge has really been, how can I start to intentionally vision this when they're not around, when we're not wrapped up in the emotions of the situation. So that way I get more into that, that mindset, that energy, even before they come home. And that way I can more easily plug in and tune into that when they are around versus trying to get there when my emotions are already heightened. Yeah, that's so smart because I think that it's almost too late at that point when we're, you know, everything is happening and Mm -hmm. they're really upset to be like, oh yeah, what was that mindset thing I was supposed to do? Because (laughs) one of the kids is crying on the floor and you need to intervene. And so- coming from that place, it gives you that posture. It gives you that like, okay, I am, I am in control, even if you guys are not. Um, so as you, as you did this practice, well, I want to back up before I, I go there. So what did it look like in practice for you? Because you said you, you, you do something kind of define when the kids aren't there, what does it actually look like? Mm-hmm. So I'm still working on creating this irregular part of my behavior, but every now and then in the mornings when I know that this is something I want to get into, I'll close my eyes. I, I have my Zen den upstairs. So I go up to my Zen den, close my eyes and calm, calm my body, go down to my heart space. And then I start to imagine that which I want to see from them. And so I imagine, and I also get into the energy of how I want to feel And so I want to see them being considerate. And so sometimes I've actually done this before and a slightly different topic, but getting out the door for school. I've done this a couple of times this week where I would go and I would close my eyes and I would just imagine a smooth morning and everyone, they just, they came, they got 
breakfast, they got dressed, there was no fighting, they just listened and we got out the door early. And actually one of the mornings, my son got his coat on and was like, I'm ready to go. And that was even before we got his teeth brushed. And so he, he actually was even doing even better than my vision. So it's very similar to that. I will get in and I will imagine them playing with each other and being considerate with each other. And um, if, if an emotion comes up, just talking through it or doing something else to work through the emotion versus hitting each other. And so I really try to envision that which I want. I like to come up with a few words for the feeling which I'm looking for. So again, respectful, considerate to get myself into the feeling of well, they're being respectful and considerate. This is how it feels in my body. And so this is how I can start to create the energy for that environment in my household. And so it's for me, it's really just imagining, sort of playing it ahead of time, what it is that I would like to see and how I would respond in feeling if I was to see that. Okay. Now for people who are new to this, mm-hmm. um, I love this kind of practice, but I can understand how, if you haven't done this before, you might be like, okay, what, how is that really going to help? What is that really going to do? So I'm curious, you know, what you would say to people like that, who are brand new to visioning and this kind of thing. Yes. Yes, I would say first, I get it. And I have been doing this for a number of years. And so I understand that this can feel a bit of a reach for those who are new to this. So I just ask, for me, I guess it was a big experiment. I also didn't exactly go into this fully getting how my energy could impact my environment, because I grew up in a household, I think a lot of us came from you know, I love my parents. I don't say this to be mean to them, but, you know, yelling, command and control, you know, we listened, we listened and my kids don't automatically listen. And so for me, I knew I needed a new way because the old way wasn't working. And so I went into this with just a big experiment. And so if you're curious about this, but you're not quite sure, maybe start with some small experiments. If there's something that seems like it could be something that you'd be willing to try, um, I would just say start small. So can you in the morning, um, even before you try to impact other people, maybe just focus on yourself. So maybe tune into, is there an energy you want to feel during the day? Do you want to feel peace? So we can do it. We can do it. Um, I wouldn't do this if anyone is listening and driving. But if you are in a place where you can sit down and close your eyes, take three deep breaths, When you're done with the deep breaths, pivot your awareness down to your heart space and just say, I call in the feeling of peace. You don't have to do anything. Once you set the intention, the energy will work for you. And sometimes I like to give that energy a color. So for whatever reason, yellow is coming in when I call in peace. And so I'm imagining peace, this yellow light of this energetic frequency of peace filling my body from my heart space and so just sit a few minutes in that and see how it feels as it takes over your body and then when you're ready just set the intention that you would like to feel peace more often in your day and just I sometimes I'll send it as like a light or an energy ball ahead of me as if it's like moving ahead of me in my day and just set the intention that you would like to feel peace today 
and just try it. Just try it as an experiment and don't even worry about how it impacts your kids. Just notice how it impacts you and your life. Ah, I love that. And I, I hope that you guys, so I think there were a lot of key things in there that I want to pull out. One is this idea of an experiment, because if this sounds really woo woo to you and you're like, uh, I don't know about this trying it, even slowing down. If you did that really brief exercise just now, you feel different than you did before. Mm -hmm. I participated. My son just woke up. We're recording this early in the morning. He woke up and came in. I made a hand sign to him like I'm busy and I kept my eyes closed and I still just stayed. I just, even with that, I feel mm -hmm. different. And so, um, when you carry that with you, which you will, because it impacts your, your energy, it impacts even on like a cellular level, it's impacting your body. Things are shifting for you. And that then impacts how you show up with your kids. Now, um, a couple more questions for you, because one thing that you said, you just breezed over it. Like I go do this in my Zen den. Like everyone has a Zen den in their house. Like this is just the thing we have. What is a Zen den? And yeah. as a follow-up, how important is it? Um, the environment that you're doing this in? Yes. So my Zen den, we had the luxury of building this house. And so when we built the house, we put a nursery off of our master bedroom. Yeah. Now we don't have need for a nursery. So I got rid of the crib and I put in a little meditation chair. I've got um, some paintings that inspire me. I've got a candle and my Himalayan salt lamp. And so so I've really tried to make a space where I can go, I can reflect, it's comfortable. Right now I've actually got papers all over the floor because I'm doing a lot of business ideation up there, but it's my space where I know that I can go. I want it to feel good for me. I want it to feel, for me, colorful. Um, what? It, but what I would offer to anybody is, even if you don't have a room, because I know not everyone probably built their house with a Zen Den in mind or a meditation <laughs> space. Is there a corner or is there, you know, part of the bedroom, just somewhere where you can go, you can really, you know, that's your space. You can put a pillow on the floor or just, just something where you can go, you can reflect. I love to journal. So I, I think for me, space is very important and my, my office is not always the cleanest and uncluttered space. And so I try to go up there when I really need space to get out of my normal environment and reflect. And so I would offer that to anybody, if that's an option to just create a corner, create just a part of a room somewhere that's yours, that's your reflection space, you know, maybe put a candle, maybe put something that allows you to feel comfortable and inspired. So that way you can go and get out of the, the noisiness of our normal day to day. Perfect. I love it. I have, uh, I have a space like that and it is in our living room and it is a shared space. Like, in fact, as the teenagers come home and if, you know, they like to use the couch in there, but I have a chair in there and, and I have a time, which is early in the morning before anyone gets up. I'm in there and I'm the only one in there. And it is like a, a holy space for me, a yes. sacred space where I am just having this time uh, with God. It's a place where I'm, you know, reading, I'm praying, I'm mm -hmm. meditating, I'm doing all these things. And I have, I also spend time journaling. 
And it Mm -hmm. becomes like, as soon as I get into that chair, I know what happens here. And so, yeah, having, creating that space is an important key. So I'm glad -hmm. you brought that out because it really does play into mindset. It gets our, our minds ready. Like it's a Mm -hmm. cue to say, oh, now we're going to do this thing. So, okay. Got it. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I think the the habitualness can also help with mindset, just as you said, because you're starting to train yourself that this is where this happens. And so I totally agree wherever it is that you can start to build a habit, I think is perfect. Yes. Okay. There's been so much good stuff shared. I love the way that you have done this and implemented, you know, really using your thoughts throughout this month. I think there's a lot we can learn from this. Any final thoughts that you would share? I would just offer that wherever you are, as you are listening to this, you are in the exact right place that you are meant to be. There is nothing else you should be doing. There is no more way to do this any more perfect than you already are. And so I would just love to give everybody that reassurance and that grace that wherever you are, whatever you're doing is exactly perfect for you at this time. Perfect. We all need that assurance so often, so often. And finally, where can people find you and learn more about your coaching and your work? Yes. My main space right now is my website. So andreaandree.com. I'll spell it A-N-D-R-E-A-A-N-D-R-E-E.com. If they're interested, if you go to that website and scroll down just a touch, I have a free PDF guide for anyone looking. I call it get back in touch with your authentic self. So that's where for me, a lot of mindset comes, a lot of mindset work. Those thoughts come from our inauthentic conditioned self. And I want to start to get my clients and my audience more in tune with them authentically. And so if you're curious, I have a free PDF guide that you can sign up for on my website. And otherwise you can approve the website. I've started a blog out there so you can start to read some of my articles and get to know me better that way. That has links to all the socials too. So if you're more interested in finding me in other places, I think of my website as sort of my, my grand central station. You can go there and find me everywhere else. Perfect. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for being a part of the challenge and everyone keep on going. If January didn't turn out so good, if you had a goal in mind and it didn't happen the way that you wanted it to, it's not too late. Keep going. Mindset is something that we're starting with it in January for a reason. It's foundational to everything else. So start where you are take steps and, uh, and keep going with this mindset work. We've had great thoughts and, uh, ideas of how to do that today. So thank you again. Thank you everyone for listening to mom's life made simple. Thank you for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm so glad that you're here and I want you to join us for the 2023 Self-Care Challenge. Each month, we will be diving into a different area of simple self-care, learning how to create habits that allow you to make time for yourself. So to join the challenge, go to chanelnielsen.com forward slash self-care 2023. When you join, you'll get access to free downloads that help you to create and track your new habits, as well as a link to the community so that you can discuss and win prizes that the guests are sharing on the podcast. I'm so excited for you to make self-care part of your year in 2023.